A quick note, this episode includes strong language. I could be being homeless. I could be being on drugs. But this one, I can't win. Antonio Matthews was staring at a few choices. None of them good. He could stay home and skip his doctor's appointment. He could go to the doctors and risk getting the coronavirus. There was a third option, but he was doing his best to not even think about that one. From the Annenberg Studio at the University of Pennsylvania, I'm Dan Gorenstein, and this is Tradeoffs. Every month, Antonio takes the bus to a clinic in Camden, New Jersey, to get a shot of buprenorphine, a drug that blocks his cravings for heroin. He's been taking that ride since last summer. And then, one Friday, in the middle of March, the 53-year-old got a phone call from the clinic reminding him he needed to be in on Tuesday. So I was like, oh my God, I gotta get the shot. And I was like, I gotta get on the bus. The 400 bus, a packed, shoulder-to-shoulder, seven-mile ride from his place to downtown Camden. His mind jumped to a recent news story about a Detroit bus driver. The family of Detroit bus driver Jason Hargrove is grieving tonight and pleading with the public. This is not a game out here. This is not a joke out here. The bus driver said that somebody had coughed on him and he died. By then, Antonio was already pretty scared. He has kidney failure. And earlier in the month, the doctor where he goes to get his dialysis put the risks for people with kidney failure in stark terms. He just listened. He said, he said I want to thank you like this. You got to be careful. And she said, you have to stay very neat and clean. He said, I'm not trying to scare you, but if you catch this virus, you are going to die. And that was enough for me. People with multiple chronic conditions, Antonio has kidney failure and high blood pressure, are more susceptible to getting COVID-19. And people with kidney disease are at higher risk of becoming seriously ill if they get it. Early data show that 70% of people with kidney disease who got COVID had to be hospitalized. I thought that if I went out this house and got on that bus, I would die. Until the summer of 2019, Antonio had spent 30 years in and out of jail and living on the streets. But now he's got a safe, clean, one-bedroom apartment. He's also nearly nine months sober, his longest stretch since he started using heroin in 1988. Antonio makes all of his dialysis appointments these days. Lately, he's been picked up by a dialysis center van and gets treated in a private room. Taking the bus to a monthly doctor's appointment meant putting all that at risk. One of the most striking things about living through a pandemic is this. The most basic parts of our daily routines suddenly become terrifying choices with huge consequences. I'm like, why me? You know what I'm saying? Because so, so much bad shit has happened in my life and I, and I always feel like I'll be the one to catch it. Catching the bus was inviting danger in and Antonio did not want that. The prospect of getting on the bus was so terrifying that he thought of what he always thought of when he got scared. I knew that when I do dope, everything's all right. You know what I'm saying? I don't care about nothing after I do dope. And so uh, that was my solution to the problem was to do some dope. I just do dope and old day and say, fuck it. And uh, that'd be the end of it anyway. In his mind, he had two choices. Option one, take the bus to the clinic. Option two, 
kill himself by overdosing on heroin. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Antonio was as sober and stable as he had been in decades, but the fear of getting the coronavirus had him thinking of turning back to his old comfort, heroin. It was an ugly choice, and it didn't sit right. Friday night, the pacing started. Antonio turning over his choices, his anxiety ratcheting up. It got worse and worse and worse. The anxiety got real, really, really bad. I couldn't sit down for five seconds without my body just reacting. And I would just walk around the apartment back and forth and talking to myself. And then after a while, uh, it got so bad that, uh, that the anxiety started making me throw up. I was in bad shape. He got so twisted in his thoughts and fears, Antonio barely slept. By Sunday, he needed some help. At first, you know what I'm saying, I was embarrassed and felt like I was weak. But after about two days, I started reaching out to people because I was like, I got to tell somebody what I'm going through. Antonio called friends from his support group, a group that for the past month has been forced to hold weekly conference calls instead of in-person meetings. And, of course, he called Brian. When shit goes to shit, he's usually what I call. You know what I'm saying? If it's not something major, I'll figure it out. But when it's out of hand and I know, I don't know what the hell to do, I'll call him. Brian Thompson works for the Camden Coalition of Healthcare Providers. He helps lead the support group and runs the coalition's housing program that Antonio is in. Before Antonio started his more stable life, Brian would show up in the hospital after Antonio had overdosed on heroin or passed out after skipping dialysis. That call with Brian helped Antonio see something about his heroin plan that he couldn't see on his own. Like, I know a lot of people that OD, and uh, I didn't want people's last thoughts of me to be like, he just couldn't beat his addiction, you know what I'm saying? So I didn't want... People would be like, yo, he, he was a real good guy, you know, he, he made it, and he got his own apartment, he was doing good, but he just couldn't uh, beat the drugs. And I don't want people to last door to be like, he od And that's what changed my mind around. Brian told Antonio, look, just do what you've been doing. Be smart. Be safe. Antonio decided he was going to get on the bus. So... He called the dialysis center to find out the best way to gear up for his ride. Right, when I get on the bus, I wear a long sleeve shirt and I put uh, duct tape around the edges of, of the shirt. We're going to get up through there. I wear sweatpants and put the sweatpants in my socks and cover my legs up. I put my gloves on. I got like a little cap that I wear that I pulled out over my head. And then I put my mask on and I wear, uh, I got a facial mask too that I wear when I go out. Like a plastic bag that covers the whole face. So that way, if somebody does cough, 
It won't hit my face. Kind of like a spaceman. Even all suited up, Antonio paced back and forth in his apartment, pepping himself up. It's going to be all right. I'll be okay. And then Antonio got on the bus. I sat by the door, and when people would come on the bus, I would just move out the way, be six feet, and uh, see which way they went, and then I would just go back and stand by that door where there was nobody at. And I got my shot and came home. Antonio held his breath that day, staring down his fears, staring down his addiction. It hit him when he got home. I went back to the door and I said, son of a bitch, you didn't get me. You know what I'm saying? I said, I fucking made it. I fucking did it. I kissed the floor of my apartment. And I said, I made it. It's going to be all right. I know I can do this now. You know what I'm saying? I was like, I didn't use, I friggin' made it, man. I friggin' made it. Being courageous in the face of real danger feels good. But Antonio says one reason coming out on the other side is special is because it gives him the chance to live the life that he's been mapping out. Nobody nobody deserves to be on dope. That's a horrible life to live. I want to help somebody to get off the drugs and off the streets. I want people that thought to be like, he made it and he gave back to people and he tried to help people after he made it. I want people to know I did something with my life. Antonio is scheduled to get his next buprenorphine shot next week. He says he plans to take the bus to get it. I'm Dan Gorenstein, and this is Tradeoffs. Record numbers of people have lost their jobs because of COVID-19, and with it, their health insurance. Congress wants to make sure people still have access to doctors and nurses, but they're not sure the best way to do it. So if there's a way to help people that's both better and cheaper, we should be doing that. A choice between making it easier to stay on employer insurance or cheaper to shop the ACA exchanges. Next time on Tradeoffs. The Tradeoffs team is producers Ryan Levy and Vicki Stern. Partnerships lead Jessica Silverman, business affairs Kevin Davis, sound designer Andrew Perella, and editor Leslie Walker. The Tradeoffs theme song was composed by Ty Sitterman with additional music this episode from Blue Dot Sessions. Additional thanks to Brian Thompson, Dr. Carmen Peralta, and the Tradeoffs Advisory Board. If you enjoyed today's episode, leave us a rating on Apple Podcasts or whichever app you use. You can keep in touch with us between episodes by following us on Twitter at TradeoffsPod. Tradeoffs is supported in part by the California Healthcare Foundation, Arnold Ventures, and the Robert Wood Johnson Foundation. Additional support from the Leonard Davis Institute of Health Economics and the Center for Public Health Initiatives at the University of Pennsylvania. The views expressed in this episode are those of the individuals and not those of Tradeoffs staff, advisors, or funders. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.